Hey, it's Candia Raquel, founder of Centro de Poder. Welcome to the Sensual Sessions podcast, the place to be to sense your fire, to share your flame. And today we have a very special guest. This is Sharon Gimple, a Feldenkrais practitioner, doula, amazing woman. Welcome, Sharon. <laughs> Pleasure to have you here. Thank you, Candia. It's so um, exciting for me to, to be here with you. I feel very honored and I, I love what you're doing and what you're bringing to this space. I think it's so important and I've been, I have this um, thirst for something like what you're offering for such a long time. So I'm so happy to, that we connected. So, yeah, and thank you for inviting me. <laughs> with you too and and tell the essentialists our audience that you are going to share with us some exquisiteness about somatic movement and the sense of mm. the pelvic floor in a very unique and singular way that is not like the typical cookie cutter of do five kegels with this app and etc that is like a general but what what you're going to share with us has to do with the singularity of sensing oneself and enjoying. So why don't we get started? Tell us yeah. what is this about? Yeah, I, was, I, I mean, I was thinking to bring something about the pelvic floor because, and it's even, I, I don't even like calling it the pelvic floor, you know, it's all this yeah. area, but it's an area that um, it's just, not so familiar for many people and I think by it not being familiar what we you know what we know about the self-image and about how the way our brain works is that the more we sense the more we can sense you know the more we use our senses the more the richer the experience is and I feel with the whole area of the pelvis and the pelvic floor it's we're not sensing it. Many of us um, are quite detached from it. Um, I was thinking about it the other day that even you know babies who wear nappies all day yes. um, and all night, there's no chance to to touch, to feel. And and as babies, we experience our bodies and we find out about our bodies so much through touch, aren't we? And we spend all these kind of few years of the beginning of life when so much is happening with all this area being kind of out of touch. So I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm wondering how it affects the experience um, of, of what the pelvis is for us and the pelvic floor and this area that is so sensual mm -hmm. and kind of like hidden from us. Yeah. Um, and then also there's yeah there's all the cultural thing around it and the fear and and the trauma sometimes um so i'm really um i i feel passionate about bringing awareness to this area um and and i yeah so i would love i would love to just start with bringing awareness <laughs> to this area in connection with the whole body, um, not as a muscle that we need, like you say, it's not a muscle that we are kind of exercising, but this sensual 
part of our body that is that we can awaken and get to know. So you can come and sit. Um, if you want to lie down, you can lie down or come and sit at the edge of your chair or if you sit on the floor, you can sit cross-legged. You can close your eyes so you can, when we close our eyes, we kind of can sense more inward. And just feel your sitting bones. And if you want, you can put your hands under the sitting bones just to have a sense, the kind of the sense of where the sitting bones are. So you can bring your hands under the sitting bones and just kind of wriggle a little bit to find out that, you know, these are your sitting bones. Move a little bit forward and back and just sense. Yeah, and then you can take your hands out and continue to just roll your pelvis a little bit forward and a little bit backwards. It's not a big movement, but just really to kind of find out a little bit more about these two sitting bones. So you come to lean a little bit in front of your sitting bones. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we can see you now. So do a much smaller movement and do it really slowly. You feel the roundness of the sitting bones and how you come to sit a little bit behind and feel what happens to the whole body, the whole spine and the abdomen. And then you climb kind of a little bit above the sitting bones and come to the front of the sitting bones and go a little bit like that a bit forward and a bit backwards, slowly. Okay. And then leave it alone. And bring your awareness now to your pubic bone. And you can come and find it with your hand maybe if you want. You go down the kind of soft belly and just below that you can find the pubic bone, which actually is a joint, but we call it the pubic bone. It gets softer and has some movement, especially in pregnancy and birth. And continue to do this movement now of rolling your pelvis a little bit forward and a little bit backwards, but now in your awareness, have your pubic bone, the movement of your pubic bone in space. And you can have your hands on the pubic bone or not. You can choose what feels nice for you. And feel that as the pelvis rolls a little bit forward, the pubic bone comes a little bit towards the floor, towards the chair kind of in between your legs, and then you roll the pelvis backwards and the pubic bone goes a little bit away from the chair on the floor, whatever you're on. And you have kind of the awareness of the movement of the pubic bone in space as the kind of front of your awareness, in the front of your awareness. The backwards listen to the whole body, allowing the whole body to respond to the movement. Notice your breath. 
Your mouth can be a little bit open. Your tongue can be soft. And then leave it alone. Just notice yourself in sitting. And then bring your your attention to the tailbone. So the tailbone is, if we thinking about the pelvic floor, the the uh, skeletal structure around the pelvic floor is the pubic bone in the front, the two sitting bones on either side, and then the tailbone. So if you um, can draw an imaginary line between the pubic um, bone. Are you going to bring a pelvis to show us? <laughs> Do you have a skeleton? Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> Great. So you can, so we have the, the two sitting bones. It's like beautiful round. Yeah. And then the pubic bone in the front. Yeah, and then there's the, the tailbone at the back. The tailbone is the end of the spine. Yeah, exactly, great. And now we can kind of let go of the, it's really beautiful to see the skeleton. Now we can close our eyes and let go of that and come back to our sensations of it. If you draw an imaginary line between your, pubic bone to one sitting bone and then from your sitting bone to your tailbone and from your tailbone to the next sitting bone and then back to your pubic bone it's kind of a, a diamond shape the diamond shape of the pelvic floor yeah you can show that that's beautiful yeah <laughs> great so that's the, that's the skeletal structure where the, the, the pelvic floor is like this hammock of muscles and soft tissues that sits in this skeletal structure. Thank you, Candia. <laughs> Great. Good. So, so come back to this movement of rolling the pelvis a little bit forward. Now with and attention with your awareness on the movement of the tailbone. So the tailbone is coming towards the floor as you roll your pelvis forward and a little bit away from the floor as you roll the pelvis backward. I'm sitting on the floor, but if you're sitting on a chair, that it will be the chair. And just do it a few times like that with the awareness of the tailbone. Nice. And then start to include in your awareness, as you are staying aware of the tailbone, include also an awareness of this pubic bone. So you have in your awareness both the pubic bone and the tailbone, and the space between the pubic bone and the tailbone. It's a it's a sensual um experience really feel that space in your imagination in your sensation as your pelvis is moving like that sense the space between the sitting the tailbone and the pubic bone 
moving like that, a little bit forward and a little bit back. Notice your breath. Do it even slower. It might be a bit tricky to have both the pubic bone and the tailbone in your attention at the same time. So you can choose to make it even slower and even smaller. Allow the whole spine to respond. Notice your breath. And then you can add to it the awareness of your sitting bones. And this whole space, this whole diamond, moving like that, a little bit forward and a little bit backwards. Okay, leave it alone and just rest for a moment. See, do whatever you need to do to feel rested in this place. And then come back to the awareness of this, this diamond, the diamond of the pelvic floor, the pubic bone to one sitting bone, to the tailbone, to the other sitting bone, and back to the pubic bone. And just start to notice your breath. And as you breathe out now, the next time you breathe now out, imagine that this whole diamond becomes a little bit smaller, a little bit narrower. And as you breathe in, you're thinking of this whole diamond becoming wider, creating space. You breathe out and this diamond becomes smaller, narrower, you might feel a sense of becoming a little bit taller, sense of uprightness. And then as you breathe in, there's a sense of widening, creating space in the pelvic floor, this diamond becoming wider. Do it like that. Every time you breathe out, the sense of gathering a little bit of this diamond of the pelvic floor, and as you breathe in, the sense of really letting go, creating space. You might feel your sitting bones coming a little bit away from each other as you breathe in. And then as you breathe out, the sitting bone coming towards each other a little bit. The sense of becoming taller. Notice your mouth as you do that. Allow your mouth to be soft. Allow the tongue to be soft and the eyes are soft. And really pay attention to the letting go when you breathe in. This widening of the pelvic floor, this creating space in that area of the pelvic floor as you breathe in. That's okay. Yeah. If there's any movement that comes through your body, it comes through you, allow it to come. That's great. Leave it alone. Maybe come to stand for a moment. 
come to stand on your feet and just notice yourself in standing just this few minutes of exploration see if anything comes to you in your experience of yourself in standing if there's anything interesting in the sense of being in upright now and then walk a little bit That's great. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So that's just a little taste of kind of, yeah, coming to just awaken that part of this our body that is, is so um, important <laughs> for, yeah. Yeah. The, the first thing that came to my mind was the phrase, I found happiness. <laughs> like, <laughs> the rainbow letters, like, ah. Mm. I feel so, There are really no words. I could say relieving, empowering, um, sensual, pleasurable, but words fall short. When you mm. get in touch with the sense of yourself, like mm. really when, when you get to feel the best of you, like not, not the things that we externally value, But the sensation of, ah, yeah, this is me. I mm. enjoy how does it feel to be me. And yeah, this is my pelvic floor. And as I am sensing, I am reorganizing my posture. And I am reorganizing the way that I, through the relation to myself, present myself to, to the world or to the space. Yeah. And Something yeah. that I see, like in my reflection in, in the video, is that my, my posture is upright without any effort, and my shoulders are like back to their legs, rested, and my cheeks are like blushed. <laughs> yeah, this, yeah. yeah, it's a natural blushing, and that means that circulation improved. And I thought that in, in the way that you were guiding the, mo the movement, you were creating a, a very gentle and soft context and also precise but approachable. Like, yeah, those are the signals. It's, it's not something like super mystical that you cannot pinpoint no the seat bones are like very massive and yeah this is a beauty yeah. and the coccyx and something that strike struck me in in the right way was like yeah o sea, yes this is very material physical aspect of us that we tend to somehow neglect even though it's like right there in our center between our legs it's like Yeah. It's almost as if we 
culturally said like, no, we are not going to see our face, talk about our face, acknowledge our face. Because yeah. What Absolutely. And, and, and the, the face is like in your face. You touch it. You look at yourself in the mirror. You see the faces. Yeah. And the pelvic floor is the same. Like I mean, it, it's not like like the face and the cheeks. But we pee every day, and you like someone, and you feel like alive there. Sense it. Yeah. You let yourself. Yeah. And even like when you're eating, like like. For saliva, saliva, the pelvic floor accompanies the movement. Like there's, yeah. there's no way to not notice the pelvic floor, but we socially have found a we way. We kind of like do this. Do this. Yeah. So I, I believe that that getting in touch with the pelvic floor, it's it's an exercise of honesty to oneself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that, an exercise of honesty. It's all these things. And of course, you know, I, I mean, the brilliance of, of Feldenkrais is in the kind of materiality of it, that the whole, you know, it's like this treasure and magic, everything is in that very matter-of-fact skeleton ground. Um, And, and it's like the more we connect with that, the, the richer the experience is. Um, so, so that's something I think so wonderful, such a gift, you know, that kind of skeletal approach. For me, it's very much part of my, the way also I'm, I'm, a, I'm a dance artist and, and, and I'm very skeletal in the way that I teach, in the way that I create. In, Um, and and of course the connection to the mouth and to all the kind of the ring muscles in the body. So I mean exploration that we do with with the pelvic floor when I teach pelvic floor awareness is very much with the eyes, with the eyes, with the mouth, these connections. And when you start to just pay attention to it, it's there. Like you say, it's it's there when we when we do movement of kissing we can feel the pelvic floor when we whistle we can feel the pelvic floor when we eat we can feel the pelvic floor and it just become the more awareness we bring into the area the more that it becomes part of our experience of ourselves um and and then and and like you say this kind of like and i've experienced it with my students that you know for some people it's about the breath the breath is fuller for some people it's about balance that change for some people it's about um their sexuality suddenly they you know they start to dream and start to feel things that they haven't felt for maybe never um So it, it is so much in the center of our experience and it connects to so much, you know, to our digestion, to our breath, to the, you know, to the movement in the hip joints. Um, there's a very strong connection between the pelvic floor and the diaphragm. Um, so that's kind of the really, uh, the work with the pelvic floor is very much a doorway to the work with the diaphragm. So, yeah. I feel like it's 
it's so much but but when we work with you know in this somatic way and with feldenkrais we found that you know we can i can work with the palms of the hands for months or with the feet or with and it's all connected and it's all very rich but there's something with you know with the hands we all you know we do so much with the hands already yes. um the pelvic floor is is yeah again this kind of like cultural um and yeah so i'm i'm very i love that you are as passionate as i am about kind of coming back to it and and for me you know i started to teach it and i'm not teaching it all the time i'm teaching it in like series of sometimes eight weeks or nine weeks and it's every time that I'm doing it, I'm, you know, I'm teaching it and then I go back to everything else that I'm doing. And it's like times in my life when I suddenly, it happens about five times a year when I feel like, mm, I really need that sense of, to kind of remind myself of my strength, of my um kind of sense of uprightness sense that that's like oh i need to teach the pelvic floor series again <laughs> that i need to come back to this work and it's so every time it's just like this a gift that we have you know it's such a beautiful tool to come back to it every time yeah. Yeah. um yeah. sense of resilience and it's it's also the vulnerability you know we connect with a vulnerable area and, yeah. and I want to, you know, acknowledge that it's vulnerable, that there can be trauma around it. Um, but it's almost from that vulnerability, we also find the sense of resilience. Um, yes, yeah. yeah, resilience. I love that you point out that it's a center of strength and vulnerability as well. and resilience and working with the pelvic floor is it's like the alpha and the omega it's like the eternal return is the practice that keeps on giving and as much taboo as it may be uh, you mentioned something that is key to like get rid of of the inhibitions and and the false moralities around the pelvic floor that is the skeletal reference and the mm. ground, like it's it's not yeah. something that someone said and wrote somewhere and what no, it's 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 physical, it's there, like the pelvic floor, it's in the pelvis, and the pelvis has this floor, so you eat an apple and the apple doesn't <laughs> fall to the floor <laughs> immediately. Because that's, yeah. <laughs> otherwise, like the stomach and and the gallbladder <laughs> will fall out between yeah. the legs. So yeah. the floor is a physical reality. So it, it's, it's a functional. It has so many functions, of it, course. It has many functions, and one of the and, and some of the functions are yeah. to do with pleasure, which yeah. is <laughs> yeah, which and, is fundamental. And the pelvic floor is pleasurable. And it's it's pleasurable in an immense and singular mm -hmm. spectrum of pleasure because 
if it wouldn't be pleasurable to pee, like when you really want to pee and you're in the airport and you can find the toilet and you finally find the toilet and it's ah, like, if it wasn't pleasurable yeah. to pee, then we wouldn't have survived until now. And if, if sex wouldn't be pleasurable. If it was great and, and yeah. So, if it was painful and, and, I, and it, it brings me back to a conversation we had in the past of um, for many women or, or men, I'm not so, um, there's a sense of pain, you know, there's pain and, and, and it can be in peeing or in any other function, but when it comes to um, a sexual experience, when we, our experience is experience of pain or discomfort, when we are not connected to movement in this area, it's very hard to experience pleasure. You know, pain is so much louder. Pain um, is so much louder. And it's, it's yeah. irritating, not morally, but, but at the physical level. So yeah, it's very important to, to understand like the, the health importance, relevance, and benefits of a functional pelvic floor and also the emotional importance of yeah. essential pelvic floor and it, it's I I feel that it's very important to understand like the wide spectrum of the function of the pelvic floor as as wide as pleasure is because often people free even some people that I've invited and even myself we sometimes freak out about pleasure and we don't freak out about sex because like sex is something that happens and you can put in a box but pleasure it's it's so unique and it's so personal and it's so important um, to understand that it can be pleasurable to pee it can be pleasurable to move the pelvic floor without uh, relating to that area of your body sexually while yeah. it can also be sexual so it's there is yeah. a spectrum that goes in the same way a mouth a mouth yeah like it's yeah or it, hands or yeah, you know everything. when we start to experience to allow ourselves to experience and our mouth can be such a source for pleasure as it is very functional in many other cool. ways yeah yeah so i we are very market in an over sexualized way like you see the advertisings mm -hmm. everywhere and there's like like a certain societal notion that that the body is about for sex about sex only so and then when people go to sex and they are not used to relating to their bodily sensations they have sex without much pleasure so i yeah. think that a key to to being more comfortable exploring the pelvic floor is that, first of all, your pelvic floor is yours to do whatever you want with that area of your body. Like take ownership mm. and exert your authority upon every corner of your wondrous being. And, and from there, like, like explore the full spectrum, like, like the mouth, like it's pleasurable to wear lip balm. It's pleasurable to eat, it's pleasurable to kiss someone, it's pleasurable just to 
be there feeling the saliva pons beneath the tongue. And <laughs> yeah, and I mean, the mouth also can be great in sex. So as mm -hmm. every corner of, of your body. So a great invitation for me uh, after doing this, this movement experience that you shared with us, Sharon, is to, to explore with curiosity the pelvic floor and, mm -hmm. and get in touch with the nuances. Like, oh yeah, this is how my pelvic floor feels when breathing. This is how it feels when being. This is how it feels when I, I am with my beloved or with a baker, I don't know. Or <laughs> whatever defensive. Yeah. yeah, so like don't don't be afraid of getting in touch with your body because actually you are your body. And yeah. Yeah. And you can always come back, like you said, you know, always come back to these anchors of the skeleton. I yeah. think it really helps to yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I have a special love to the sitting bones. I think they're just so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They are, so, they are not and, and this materiality. Yeah. <laughs> the materiality, you know, the contact with the ground, my the contact of my skeleton with the ground. The you know, you can touch your skeleton. It's something very um concrete that we can always come back to like these anchors um it's like and then we can start to sense around it so i think that's really important yeah and yeah. sense it in walking when you're carrying things when you come up to stand when you come down it's and 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 as much as you sense the pelvic floor it's also the whole body around it you know it's all connected it's not yeah. separate in yeah. any way like you said the pelvic area and the and the pelvic area dances with the diaphragm and with the circular yeah. muscles that you mentioned yeah. Sharon yeah, yeah. this is fantastic how can we know more about your work with the pelvic floor and all your doings um I I I teach the pelvic floor series on Zoom um, and in the space. I live in England, in the southwest of England. So if you live in England, I would love to hear from you. I run also, I run workshops of Feldenkrais, awareness to movement and taking it into improvisation. Um, I'm also working my main kind of um, somatic exploration in the last 10 years is very much in the environment outside on the land. Um, which is a whole kind of another topic that I'm very passionate about. Um, I'm very, mainly for me, it's about rocks and pebbles, the same way that I'm in love with the skeleton and the bones. I'm, I'm very much, I, I get so much from working with rocks. Um, so I'm, I'm teaching workshops um, and I'm teaching awareness through movement classes and functional integration, individual lessons. So it's all, um, yeah. Yeah. And, we, and, and some of it is on Zoom, so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, we, we should actually all travel to visit you in England. Yeah, I can't wait for <laughs> you to come and visit me. <laughs> yeah, I 
gonna be very for you and then do a lot of we should all come and visit you oh, yeah. <laughs> awesome everyone should come visit me i hope soon i can i can so offer something at the space where the two hours yeah live here on the second oh yeah floor. you said tell me about your house <laughs> yeah yeah Sharon do you have like an Instagram account or um I have a Facebook page I'm not very technical kind of person and um, but I have a Facebook page so if you go to Sharon Gimpel Thousand Cries um you'll find me on Facebook and then you can get in touch with me okay Sharon yeah. Gimpel Yeah. <laughs> we will we will link your your Facebook page here around. Thank you so much for being Thank with you. Me. And I'm looking yeah. forward to speak with you soon again. <laughs> Not here, but <laughs> but we continued and also another episode soon, hopefully. Yeah. Thank you so much for, for creating that space. It's so important and yeah. <laughs> A pleasure Sharon thank you so much thank you. and thank you essentialist that you're watching this video listening to these essential sessions podcast if you haven't already subscribe to the essential emails to get these episodes delivered weekly in your email inbox until then um, remember to sense your fire so you can share your flame see you next time